Welcome to The Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, now in our 22nd year on Voice America. And um, just want to let you know there was a great article in their newsletter this week, uh, this month, about the work I've been doing with Voice America for these 22 years. So I'm very proud of it and very proud to be part of this amazing network that really helps people turn their problems into solutions and obstacles and opportunities and make their dreams come true, which is what my show specifically does as well. My guest today is Erica Sococcio, and she's a lifelong entrepreneur. She has pursued her passions and continues to find success. And she is working on her fourth business from opening her seventh brick and mortar location and fourth business. She is proof of it's we can always reach our dreams no matter what stage we're in. And she's a motivational speaker. She's also opened several businesses from retail and business consulting to a multi-location childcare owner and has built her business to seven figures. Erica is a recognized leader in the early childhood industry, and she also works with entrepreneurs, small businesses to really help them succeed. She has a bachelor's degree in leadership and administration, and her passion is working with people and her no-nonsense approach to sound business practices resonates across many industries. And she has amazing energy and is making her dreams come true every day. Welcome, Erica Sococcio. Oh, thank you so much, Patricia. I'm super happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, you really are a model for making your dreams come true and not just one industry, but other industries. Now, as we said, you've opened a childcare business and you've had that for years. But now, taking all that wisdom and knowledge from opening up that business, you're helping entrepreneurs in many different kinds of businesses to succeed. So let's talk about how that all developed from the childcare business to now helping other entrepreneurs. Sure, sure. Well, you know, the pandemic changed a lot of things for for many people. Um, And uh, some of the families that came to my program, uh, the parents were not going back to work or they were rethinking about how they wanted to move forward in their career. And some started to say, you know, I think I don't want to go back to the office and I'd like to start my own business. Or they found that they had been doing these side jobs for a while while their their traditional work was closed during the pandemic. And they found that they really enjoyed what they were doing and was making as much money or more in some cases than working, uh, going back to work. So they would ask me, you know, Erica, you've gotten an SBA loan or you have, um, you know, you have bought, you know, some brick and mortar locations, you know, how did you do that? And so, you know, we kind of just started talking and I'm a teacher by trade. And so teaching is just something that comes naturally to me. And it really just was a progression. And I really love helping people. As you said, I mean, giving back to my community is just something that's one of my core four, uh, four core values. And um, so it just, it was a natural progression. Yeah. I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I think I want to be a business coach. It was really just people kept asking me and I, you know, I said, well, you know, I really can make a difference here and um, why not? So Isn't here we great? are. Well, <laughs> I want to, I want to put in a good word for teachers because that's how I started. 
I, I have a master's in counseling. I was an elementary school teacher. Then I went on to be a guidance counselor. And all of that really helped me. As you said, the coaching and the teaching, that's what we're doing. I mean, yes. I really feel that this program is educational. It's really about teaching and educating people and inspiring people. So that's really what it is. So asking you more about what you do as a business coach, what are people coming to you with, Erica? How do I start? How do I get the money? How do I find clients? All of the above. Yeah. So all of the above. So what's interesting is I do not market myself as a women's only business coach, but that is who tends to gravitate towards me. What I do find is I have folks that are at all different levels. Some are just starting out and they have this idea, but they're not sure where to start. So we help with some business planning and we kind of talk through that and say, okay, what's step one? I try to break it down so it doesn't become overwhelming. And then I have some businesses that I work with that started right before the pandemic and they never really were able to kind of take off because, you know, of the ever changes of open close and all of those things. They weren't able to really kind of get the... um momentum that you would get in a traditional, you know, economy. So um, those are primarily the folks that I work with. Um, and I find that they come to me either looking for how to find customers, how to find funding, or they have a business going and they uh, just feel like it's kind of stalled and they, they're not getting that growth that they, they are hoping to get. So I think that's my next question is for those people that feel it stalled or they're trying to get new business and they're not as successful as they'd like to be, what are your tips for them? Well, definitely some strategic planning. So I think that what happens is a lot of times we we hop in the day to day and we don't really take a step back. Um, so looking at all of where our strengths are at the business, uh, where are we weak and how can we build on that? Um, what resources do we already have at our fingertips? And sometimes that is your 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 team that works with for, for you or with you. Sometimes that's your customers who can really help propel that word of mouth and referrals. Um, so it, it really just depends on on where you're at. Right. Do you think networking is a big part of this? I think networking is absolutely a huge part of that. Um, being part of your chamber of commerce networking and collaborating with other businesses who are in the same space or service the same target market really helps. Um, it helps both you and the other business. Mm -hmm. So it really is a win-win. Um, being part of some of the referral networking groups also has been um, significantly um, important to many of my clients. Um, so yeah, I think networking is, is is certainly you have to be out there. I mean, people aren't aren't gonna find you otherwise. So right. yes, uh, online, you know, we and I, I feel like a lot of owners do spend a lot of time online posting things and then getting discouraged if you know they don't have a lot of followers and things like that. But getting out, especially if you, it depends on your business too. I, a lot of the people I work with are very local, and some folks um you know do business on a global on a global uh type of mm -hmm. platform but if you're super local oh my god you have to be at all the all the things you know the the baseball uh little league places and uh the local coffee shop and all the places that you can really connect with your community um really is a, just a fantastic way to grow your business and it costs next to nothing that's the right. other thing 
Well, you just said something too, because I'm thinking, what about those people that are shy? They don't really know how to introduce themselves. They get intimidated in a networking meeting. You kind of gave that answer. You said, go to the Little League game, go to the coffee mm-hmm. shop and just talk to people yep. rather than, you know, it. now that doesn't mean you shouldn't go to a networking group, but but there are other ways you can do it where it's more natural. Yeah, absolutely. And do what feels good for you. But on the flip side of that, though, the teacher part of me says, we sometimes have to get out of our comfort zone. Yes. And we have to try new things. You, If you try the same thing over and over, don't expect different results. That's, you know, the definition of insanity. You do have to go a little outside of your comfort zone. Now, I'm not saying you have to jump off a jump off a cliff, but, you know, a little bit at a time, one step at a time, try something new, try one, you know, go to one event and maybe your goal is you're going to connect with at least three people. And then next event, maybe you're going to push yourself to five, right? So, but you have to get out there, you know, in lots of different ways. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm, I've always been a networker for many years, but I still at times have gone into and just didn't feel like, you know, going up to someone and saying hi that I didn't know, Mm -hmm. even, even as outgoing as I am. And so what I've done is I'll have a friend go with me and and introduce me and say, do you know Patricia? And then they'll say, oh, and and then then it's easy. Yeah. The other thing I really love is uh, the speed networking opportunities. So those are really nice because it because I think we all also have been taught to have manners. And a lot of times at the networking events, there'll be two people talking. And so you don't want to walk in and go, excuse me. Hey, my name is Susie and here's yes. my card. Right. Yes. So the speed networking opportunities are great because you have one minute each and you sit at the table and you, you know, you give your one minute spiel, you get your card, you get to meet everybody in the room and it's not awkward and you're not interrupting other people's conversations. So, um, you know, try to find some unique opportunities where you can network in a way that doesn't feel like you're cold calling or pitching people um, in the room. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about strategic planning and small business. But before we do, we have a little bit of time. I know you have an upcoming business conference and it's in the Providence, Rhode Island area. I know we have people here who this show is evergreen. They might hear it after the conference and they might be in other parts of the country. However, um, they might be able to get part of it online. So talk about the conference. Sure. So uh, we have the our first conference. So I'm very excited about it. Um, it is the 2023 Rhode Island Small Business Summit for Rhode Island. We have six powerhouse speakers, Patricia being one of them, um, doing uh, different aspects of running your business. And um, then we have, um, in the middle of the day, we have a comedian coming in because, you know, being in business is very stressful. And I thought, you know, it would be nice to have some fun and really, you know, get some connections that um, are meaningful. So we do have speed networking as well. Um, but our, our whole goal was to really get small business owners out of their business for a day and to really kind of be able to have an opportunity to reflect, get some collaboration with other folks in their space and, you know, and have a good time because you can very easily get burnt out as an entrepreneur, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a solopreneur, right? I mean, doing everything yourself is very easy to get burnt out. It's very easy to lose momentum and get discouraged. And so I hope that this will give a jolt to, uh, to the folks that come and and get them re-inspired and reinvigorated about their business. so, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be that's, a great time. That's wonderful. Uh, will any of it be taped, videotaped? Um, I think that we're going to be able to record it, and then it should probably be able to be on our YouTube channel. Okay. And your YouTube channel is? 
it'll be on Practical Biz Podcast. Okay. And that's on YouTube. Yeah. And and your website is? StellaBusinessConcepts.com. S-T-E-L-S-T-E-L-L-A-R. Yes. Business, Business Concepts. concepts. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk to Erica right after the break. And we're going to talk about strategic planning, particularly for the small business and the solopreneur that's by themselves. It doesn't always have that person to reach out to and encourage them. How do we do this and help each other? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show back and you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show in our 22nd year here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And today we're talking about entrepreneurialism, small business, going after your dreams, becoming successful with a practical business coach. My guest is Erica Sococcio. She is a lifelong entrepreneur who has pursued her passions and continues to find her success. And we can find success at any stage of life, at any age. And she's proof that it's never too late to reach our dreams and to change what we're doing and to be successful. Erica is a motivational speaker. She has over 23 years of experience as an entrepreneur. She's opened several businesses from retail 
business consulting, as well as a multi-location child care owner who, re- who has built her business to seven figures. She's a recognized leader in the early childhood industry, and she has a bachelor's degree in leadership administration. And this passion she has for working with people re- and her approach has helped her to help other businesses and small businesses and entrepreneurs to be successful. And she works with groups and individuals and organizations. She also has a a new podcast called Practical Biz Podcast. She has a YouTube channel uh, called Child Care Director's Chair. And she just has a lot of energy and wisdom. And I'm really happy to have you on, Erica. Oh, thank you. (laughs) All right. Good. So let's talk about when you're working with the small business and the entrepreneur, you know, and they Mm -hmm. don't always have the outreach. I mean, you know, we're not like in a team where we can just reach out unless we've developed our own team. Mm -hmm. How do you keep people motivated? How do you help them with this strategic plan to stay focused? Talk about some of the things you've done that have really made a difference for small businesses. Sure. Um, Well, the first thing I think is, you know, starting with what is their vision? What is their vision for their company and their business and their self? Because success looks different for everybody. Um, So we start with with that. Um, And, you know, when you said... um, you know, even if you work by yourself, do you really work by yourself? You don't really. So you have people on your team. It could be your insurance agent. It could be your media marketing person. It could right. be a web designer. Right. Like you usually surround yourself with an A team, even if you are a solopreneur. So that's the first thing. I want you to know like you're never really alone. And secondly is... If you really feel like you're alone, you need to build up some supports around you because it's very easy to get lost and discouraged if you don't. So think about one of the resources you have now. You might even have several great customers who purchase off you all the time. That's a resource. That's a resource where you can gain information from them, what they like about your company, what could be better. There's just so many um different avenues that you can that you can pull from to really build a support but it starts with what what is your vision what is what does success look like for you for some folks it's you know a money monetary other people it's having you know 50 locations other people it's i get to spend more time with my family right so we start with that so it gives them a clear idea of what they're working for We'll also talk about like what is your company's what is your mission what is your mission and then how do you plan on doing that how do you plan on delivering that that mission to your your customers or your community based on what your business is? And then setting goals and objectives. And we have to make sure that when we set the goals, that they're obtainable, that they're measurable, that they're specific. And because, you know, it's like I just, you know, they'll come in, I, I need more customers. Well, how many is more? Is it do you need mm-hmm. five more? Do you need mm-hmm. five hundred more? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's they it, when they work with the coach, you really help them become laser focused. And then we start to put those steps together because it's like anything else. I mean, you might want to be able to, you know, ride a bike in a marathon, but you don't just jump on the first day and you you could do a marathon. Right. It's steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at, yeah. you know, your strengths and your weaknesses and your threats. So who are you competing against? How are you different? Um, putting together action plans. Um, and I really love like if you're. One of my favorite things is I do have a great big team. I'm like 42 people at my childcare program. 
And I love when we do our strategic planning meetings, which we do yearly, and we do it as a group. And and the amount of feedback and information that my team brings to the table is invaluable. And it doesn't matter if you have 40 people or five people, listen to those people. They really will help you build what you're trying to build, especially if you have a clear vision and they believe it and a clear mission and they believe it and they get behind you. And once you get that momentum going, Boy, this it is really not much stopping you once you really stay focused and you and you have the right people in place. Right. And it's very much about your mindset too. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. your attitude. You know, and absolutely. then because you are going to hit bumps, there are going to be days that are difficult. And you know, how do we then turn ourselves around to get motivated? Or mm-hmm. we've made five or ten calls or twenty calls and it, it isn't working. Well, maybe that 21st call will work. But as you said, go back and analyze, you know, what yes. what did I do? Could I have done it differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and sometimes too, people get discouraged. If you get a no from a client, you have to, you have, or somebody that you hope is a client, you have to nurture those relationships. It's, I want you to think about business is very emotional and, and it's a relationship. And so it's like, you wouldn't walk up to somebody the first day you met them and go, you want to get married? Right. There's there is there's a relationship. Right. right? right. And that's why every store that you purchase from wants your your uh, email or your 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 phone number because they want to cultivate a relationship and they pay attention to what you're buying. And and so they reach out to you constantly because then you will become top of mind or they'll become top of mind when you're thinking of their services. Right. And sometimes and I'd like to give an example of this. You might make a contact you didn't even expect because someone led you to someone else. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an an example of this is I was pursuing a specific client and the client was very busy and sent me to the overall agency, which the agency has that client plus a million other clients. Agencies are very big. And I thought, oh, they're just passing me off to the agency. Well, what happened was I got to be close to the person in the agency who listened to my work and really liked it. So now I'm thinking, so the thought was, well, the agency is even bigger than the client. And this agency now has many other clients. I had no idea I'd end up with this big agency as somebody who knew my work. All because the client said, I'm too busy, talk to my agent. But that agent has a million other clients, now that they like my work, will then suggest me to them. You 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 don't know, you don't know, Erica. Yeah. When you're going along, how this could just lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and again, and a no right now doesn't mean a no forever. So cultivate, you know, cultivate those relationships. And I feel like, you know, that was one of the ways that I built my my child care program. It was relationships. I didn't have to advertise. I still don't advertise. I don't have to post on a thousand. I don't, I just don't have to. Um, my customers do it for me. And if you take care of your customers, no matter how big or small your company is, take care of your customers and, and they will take care of you and they will continue to come back. And do you, do you feel that you should focus on your strengths? For example, let's say in your case, you're a great speaker, you're okay. And maybe social media or posting or tech is not your area. Most of us who are speakers, don't have that area of expertise. Should we be having other people help us who do what they do best? And we Absolutely. do what they do best. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. That's a, that's a, a resounding yes, because you don't have a lot of time to learn to be a web designer and a social media manager and exactly. all of the other things. Right. And it, you know, it's funny because social media is free. So people think, well, I know how to post on Facebook just because you use it for your personal use does not mean that you know how to manage it. It's like the same thing as a business. Yeah. You can go, you can do your own taxes online, but 95% of us use an accountant. There's exactly. a reason. And so, yes, use a professional when you can. And that allows you to take your time to grow your business and focus on the things that you do really well. And you and you and you 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 definitely frame that perfectly, Patricia. I think yeah. you should go 100 percent in on what you're doing. Great. Yeah. I also like to ask you about resources within the community. Now, I know you're in Rhode Island, but every state has resources for small yeah, business. And, and sometimes there's some wonderful resources um, that organizations will help you at no cost because you're a small business and many people don't know about them. Yeah. So my very first call, my very first place, my very first piece of advice is to contact one, the SBA in your state and ask them. Small what business programs. administration. Yeah. Small business administration. Contact them. Ask them what resources, programs are available. You can also contact your local chamber of commerce, who also usually will have some free classes, will have some free resources that they can connect you with. Now, yes, it does cost to be a member of the chamber, but you can also attend a lot of their events for a, a, a small amount. So you can Google, too, what is um you know, what is available in your state, but definitely do some research. And there's lots and lots and lots of um, small business resources out there now more than ever after, after the pandemic. There's lots right. of And there's funding. also SCORE, right? SCORE, yes, which is retired score. executives. Yes. That will help. They're and they're fantastic. in different many states. Yeah, they're yes, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I've, had, I've had that as well. All right. Tell people where uh, how to find you again on the website. So you'll go to www.stellarbusinessconcepts.com and uh, you will see that there are lots of different services there. I am not the um, only one in our office. Uh, we are a full service marketing company um, and, and as well as business coaching. Uh, so there's four of us here. So um, there's lots of different services we offer at our. All right. Well. And when we come back, we'll talk about. Um, some of the sales coaching you do, and we've talked about business coaching, but okay. selling, you know, how do we get the word out and how do we help people to, how do we close the sale, for example? How do mm -hmm. we do that? So we'll talk about that next. Um, and also more tips for small business owners, entrepreneurs. Again, my guest is Erica Sococcio, and she is a motivational speaker with 23 years of experience as an entrepreneur. And she, her company is called StellarBusinessConcepts.com. She works individually uh, in groups and she works remotely as well. For those of you who are, you know, anywhere in the world. All right, folks, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host, keynote speaker, and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now, she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are talking about uh, small business concepts talking about entrepreneurialism and how can you make your dreams happen. My guest is Erica Sococcio. She is co-owner of Stellar Business Concepts, and they offer leadership training, sales coaching, business coaching, strategic planning, marketing planning, business planning, and really to, to help entrepreneurs and small businesses grow and thrive. And she has 23 years of experience as an entrepreneur. She's a recognized leader in the early childhood industry and has built her multi-location child care business into seven figures. Welcome back, Erica. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about some of the tough stuff, like selling, closing the sale. Do you really have to have that hard sell? I mean, how do definitely you- not. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk you definitely that. do not. Um, well, well, the first thing when I talk with a lot of folks when it comes around sales, you know, people don't like you just said, like that hard sale. You don't have to do that at all. Um, honestly, if you feel really confident in what you're selling at the price that you're selling and the product itself, um, it will become a lot easier for you. But I find one of the one of the first things is that when you're working on 
putting together your what you're going to sell, a lot of people struggle around the pricing piece. Yes. So yeah, they, they really struggle around the pricing piece. And I think that's where maybe some of that hesitation comes because they're not confident in what they're selling at the price that they're selling. Um, so, you know, doing your work around what does that product cost you to make or sell? Um, make sure that you're looking at the labor costs, the material costs, all of those things, and then making sure that you're making a profit because a lot of times people will look at the dollar amount that they brought in but at the end of the day that's not what matters it's how much profit do you make right those are not the same so when you're a small business sometimes people don't really look at that the other challenge i found that people would do is they were not really tracking what they sold um and in specifically like particular items or particular services they weren't really tracking it so they didn't really know what were their best sellers were, what wasn't. And sometimes when we went back and looked at the numbers, it wasn't what they thought in their head it was. So I think that that is an important piece, especially with the cost of everything going up, wages, you know, all of those things. Um, it costs you more to sell that product or service now than it did last year. Um, mm -hmm. On top of, you know, just the regular inflation, it, it just costs you more. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I find like that's probably one of the bigger things that people have a hard time with. Erica, do you think that people that when you're talking to the client, do you think you should, before you even send them a proposal or close, you should give them a ballpark of what this might cost? Yes, absolutely. So you want to make sure that your services or products are within the budget uh, that they're expecting, right? right? And in every single industry, you're going to have folks that are that cost less. There'll be folks in the middle, and then there'll be people that are really high. So you have to figure out where you want to be in the market, and then plan accordingly. So you know, if you're a, a business coach and you only can have, I'm going to say eight clients, right? That's all the time that allows. You might end up being at the higher end because you know you only can take eight clients. If you're doing it full time and you could take 20 clients, well, maybe you can adjust your price a little bit. But again, you have to factor in your time and how much time you have available and your time is money. So you really have to factor in that piece, you know? Um, I think, you know, like I said, any industry. I find that for my child care, I'm gonna use this because it's a very easy example. My pricing is right in the middle, and um, I, when people come in, I show them around the program. I tell them about what we offer. Um, I'm very confident in my pricing. I know I'm not the lowest. I know I'm not the highest, but I know I have a fantastic program. At the end, um, I don't have to have anybody sign a contract or do any of those things that like hold them down for a certain period of time, um, and my closing rate is about 99% of the people who sign up at while they're there not i think about it all uh, any of that so you want to really just get yourself to a place where you're really comfortable with your products what and, and and feel the value in it and the other thing too is you know purchasing depending what it is um obviously child care is a very emotional decision mm -hmm. that's your baby right you're not going to leave your child with just anybody it's very emotional and there are there are especially bigger ticket items like a car those types of those tend to be a little bit more emotional type of purchases um, so if you sell bigger ticket items, you have to also understand that there is that piece as well. Mm -hmm. hmm. It's really understanding how people feel and being yeah. there for them, being yes. there for them as well. You know, yeah. and 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 as you said, um, understanding what the market bears too. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I think if your business is really again, this is kind of goes back to what is your mission, what is your vision, what is the problem that your company solves for the customer? Right, right, right. And how well do you do that? And how do you do that? And right. what does that feel like for your customer? Do you feel that you should be writing proposals for your customers before you sell them? Say, well, here's what I can do for you. Here's a target plan or here's my proposal. You said, is that sometimes necessary? Never necessary? Um, I, I, I think that it really, uh, yes, I think you should do it ahead of time um, just to try to get a good feel of where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. And again, the more you communicate, the again, the less it feels like you're salesy, right? Your commute, your, it's a process like, okay, yes. here's what, here's what I hear that you need from me. Here's what I think we can do. Here are a few options. And then you, you give them that, right? right. Um, right. And it, it gives them the feeling of that they're in control. And so it doesn't feel like it's pushed on them. It feels like, okay, I'm making a decision based on information now that I have at my fingertips. Right. And and what I've done, because some of my, even though I'm an entrepreneur in a small business, right, many of my clients are big companies. So mm-hmm. what I'll do in a discovery call is I find out what do they need? What are their pain points? What's going on? Right. And I'll take notes and then I will send them. Here's what I hear is your mission and your vision. Right. Here's what I can deliver. Here's what you need to deliver. Here's what my partner will deliver. And here are three options of, of, of price. And, and that that seems to work. And yeah. then I give that to them and I call them back in two weeks and say, what do you think? I think the biggest thing about when you're doing a discovery call is really listening to what they're saying. Right. Really trying to figure out what does this person really truly need? Because sometimes it isn't what they think that they need. So that's that's where you come in as a professional. And then also making sure that um, you're hearing their concern, maybe their past um, experience, like let's say you designed a website, their past experience with their last website designer and what went wrong, they didn't make the deadlines, all of those things. Listen to those hot buttons because a lot of times they will give you a lot of information on uh, you know the challenges that they're having. And it, if you do a good job on here, here's what I heard you say, here's how we can help you with that. How does that sound to you? How does that feel to you? Um, what can I do to make that more appealing? You know, that that type of thing. But the more you listen to them, the easier it is to solve that yes. problem. Yeah, because yes. a lot of people, I mean, price is a factor, but it's not the only factor. And a lot Agreed. of times if you feel like you're going to be, I have people all the time, and I'm sure everybody does that's listening that owns a business. You'll have people call and say, hey, I'd like to give you a quote. And if I'm happy with the service that I'm getting, my insurance company is a perfect example. Lots of people call, can I give you a quote? We can do better. We can do better. I went, it's not always the price. It's how great of a service do they have? Like if I call my insurance guy, he calls me back in five minutes. I've never had a claim that that I had an issue with. So all those things matter. So it isn't always, always just the price that we do, you know, that we do uh, use for our business decision. You know, price is a factor, but it's one of many. Right. And a lot of it, as you said, is customer service and caring for the client. Yeah. Caring for the customer. Sometimes the biggest, the biggest thing you can do is answer the phone. And I know that sounds so silly. I can't tell you how many companies think about it. How many companies do you call where you get a person? Hmm. Or is it usually automated? Hmm. Hit button this, hit button that, right? How about when you when you call a company and they answer the phone and say, Hello, Susie's coffee shop, how can I help you? You're almost you almost 
you're almost floored by the fact that you got a human, right? Mm -hmm. It's those little things like that, being responsive to your customers and um, making them feel like they are VIP, whether they spend $5 with you or $5 million with you. Making them feel like they are VIP uh, really is just one way to really keep your customers happy. Right. And sometimes you might do a favor for a customer, not for the money, but because they really need something. And then you never know what will happen down the line. They may refer you. They may come back to you later. There's there's so many factors here in building the relationship. Yeah. Um, I think, too, you know, we talk about benefits and features. And that is very important that you know that. Um, and I think, you know, the old sales way uh, would be, you know, that's all you talked about was benefits and features. And so that is that is important for you to know. But I think, again, making sure that you're connecting with that emotional piece yes. really will help, yes. you close, help you close the sale without being salesy. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come okay. back, we're going to talk to Eric. Sococcio more about her business, about customers and clients, and particularly how we can succeed as an entrepreneur. And what do we do when the going gets rough? What are some of the strategies she might have for us, um, you know, when it, when it isn't so easy uh, in, any, in any business, but particularly in a small business as an entrepreneur? And again, her business is StellarBusinessConcepts.com. And they offer leadership, sales coaching, business coaching, marketing plans, strategic planning, and business planning. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Get Unchained. Tune in every Wednesday for Unchained TV on the Voice America Variety Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are talking about small business success with a small business successful woman who is amazing, Erica Sococcio. She's a lifelong entrepreneur who's pursued her passions and continues to find success. She's a motivational speaker. She's owned several businesses from retail to business consulting, as well as a multi-location childcare owner who's built her business to seven figures. Her business is called Stellar Business Concepts, and you can log on to stellarbusinessconcepts.com. She's taken her knowledge in early childhood education and opening up her own business, and she helps many other entrepreneurs with sales coaching, business coaching, leadership, business planning, marketing planning, and strategic planning. Right? Welcome back, Erica. Thank you. All right. So let's talk about how do you keep people to keep going? You know, it's like, should they have a coach that motivates them every week? But, you know, when when they've hit some walls, how do you help people that you uh, advise? Okay. Stay in the game. Yeah, absolutely. So you had touched upon it earlier. Mindset is everything. That's number one. You're going to believe what you tell yourself. So if you're going to tell yourself that things are bad, you're going to focus on things are bad. If you're going to tell yourself that good things are coming or good things are on the horizon or good things have already happened, you're going to focus on that. So that's number one. Number two, I think you definitely need either a business coach or a mentor. You had mentioned SCORE earlier. SCORE offers mentorship um, at like no cost, um, but you really need a mentor, somebody who's you know, maybe in your industry and has been in your industry for a while, I find that's usually very helpful because they can let you know about industry trends and history and and things like that. Like I always reach out to Patricia for podcasting. Uh, sorry, Patricia, but, you know, got to say that. Um, but, you know, you. Reach, yeah, reach out to people who have been where you want to go because those are the best people to guide you. And if you think about it, like you wouldn't just get in a car and drive to a state that you've never been to before without a map or GPS or some type of guidance. So, you know, a business coach is a is just like you have a CPA, a web designer, social media manager. They really are part of your A team and they hold you accountable. Now you do have to hold yourself accountable as well. Mm-hmm. But um if you fall into that rut where you're kind of not doing what you're supposed to do, but you have that weekly check-in, you make yourself sometimes have to say, you know what, I really didn't do that and I got to get back on track. So I find like that's probably the best piece. The other part I think is just that support and camaraderie. Um, Because again, if you get the right business coach, they're not going to act like they know everything. And I could tell you, yeah, I'm I'm a great business coach, but that's because of the relatability. Like there are days I have bad days too, right? Um, there's not one industry that isn't touched by the economy right now or the staffing shortage right now. Um, that's affecting everyone. And so, you know, we have to lift each other up. And this is, you know, one of the things I always feel like, you know, work with the people that can help you. And if you don't, you're doing yourself a disservice. So I I think that that's, you know, one way that you really have to um, read a lot, um, 
put some professional development in place and continue to always enhance your skills as a business owner um, in the areas that are really important for you to do. And, you know, going back to your strategic plan of where do you need to be in year one or year three and what's the skill set that you need to make that happen and then, you know, get to it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's important. What about hiring the right people? So that's been a a real challenge right now for many, many businesses across industries. And certainly the folks in early childhood, uh, early childhood are feeling this across across the country. Um, You know, finding top talent is something that you have to do all the time with the same amount of vigor and energy that you use to find new customers. Um, Top talent really can make or break your team. It uh, can make or break your business. Uh, think about, you know, a place that you went and there was an, a miserable employee. And, and and what was your experience as a customer and how how much did you want to go back to that place, right? And one employee can really ruin your business. So you have to look for top talent and you have to do it all of the time. Um, you can use your current employees to help you with that. It doesn't all have to fall on you. You probably don't have an HR department unless you're a bigger company. A lot of times it's, you know, it's you, you place an Indeed ad, you're, you know, you're scheduling interviews in between putting out fires. I mean, this is the reality of that we're living with. Um, The other thing that you can really do when you think about how you put together your marketing plan is a piece of that marketing should be finding top talent all of the time should be on your website should be on your social media even if you're not hiring you should be hiring you really should um looking for people who can help you build your business fill in those gaps like you like you had said earlier i might be really great at seven things but there might be the eighth thing that is really important for my business and i need that person to fill that spot for me who can do it way better than me so you know always hiring and looking for top talent and then growing your talent too so you may have somebody who comes in who has great work ethic great personality but maybe doesn't have the the formal training you know it may be worth your time to invest in sending that person for some professional development or um you know uh, some classes at the the local college or online uh, training, um, you know, so sometimes you have to make your own top talent as well. But investing in your people is always a good thing. And sometimes business owners are afraid to do that because then they're afraid they will leave. You know, disengaged people uh, is who stays if you don't invest in them, right? So to keep the best people, you have to continue to invest in them and give them growth opportunities within your business. Because if you don't, then yeah, they're going to leave. Right. And that's going to make or break your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The other thing that uh, is really important too is you can have the employees who love your program or, or, or love your business write reviews and testimonials as well on platforms like Glassdoor or Indeed as to what's your work culture like. Because that also helps attract people as they're looking for jobs and they see that you have a, a four or five star rating on Indeed and Glassdoor and you know why they want to work there. Because again, it's beyond, right now, it's beyond benefits and pay. People want to go where they feel that their work is meaningful. They want to go where they feel appreciated. They want to go where they feel valued. They want to go where they feel that they can contribute to the larger group. And, 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 and that's a big shift, right? And, you know, people say, you know, this, this other generation, they're not motivated. I don't, I think that's the opposite. I think they're very motivated, Mm -hmm. but they care about different things. 
They don't care about a brand new car. They don't care about a bigger house. They care about making an impact on the world, on the community, on their, you know. So, um, and I love that. And I applaud that. I, I think that there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of things that have changed. And if you're not, if you're still working on the old system in the old ways, you're not going to be able to capitalize on finding the best talent, which yeah. at the end of the day is what builds your business. Yeah, very well yeah. said. Erica, what would you like to leave our listeners with today about a successful small business? Your closing thoughts. My closing thoughts. My closing thoughts are don't let the headlines get you down. Um, you know, if you uh, read, all, you know, the economy, this is crashing, that's crap. Listen, many businesses, including mine, started during a recession. My childcare business started in 2008, which was the last recession that we had. I was very easily able to build off that. So there are opportunities out there. If you have been waiting to open a business, now is a time if you have the money and the credit, you can buy a turnkey you know, of a business owner that may be uh, closing down, maybe they're retiring. There's just so many different opportunities out there right now. So go into it positively. Have a great plan, you know, be strategic about what you're doing, um, but you you definitely can be successful. All is not lost. Thank you so much, Erica. It's a pleasure to have you on. Your motivation, your wisdom, your knowledge. Thank you. And people can find you at stellarbusinessconcepts.com. Yes. And and the conference they can find out, which is uh, uh, September 20... 21st. 21st. It's next Thursday. So um, if you want to get a ticket, I would say get it really quickly. We're I think we're about 10 or 12 tickets from sold out. So oh, I'm very, wonderful. yeah, very, very excited. And, and where, I wanna... where do they find that? Um, you can find it right. You can find it on Eventbrite or you can okay. find it right on our website. And um, I wanted to also just say thank you, Patricia, for having me on the show. You are a wonderful mentor um, and you motivate many of us in the podcast world as well. So I want to thank you for your contributions to all you do for the podcast community. Thank you. Thank you so much, Erica. So appreciate it. Thanks for being You're very welcome. Show. All right. Stay all right. For a minute. Okay. All right, everyone. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, um, if you're thinking of doing your own podcast and would like some help, I've interviewed about 5,000 people in my career or more and would love to help you get your positive message out there as well. You can find me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. And also, um, if you'd like to be on my newsletter list, same thing, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com, and it's on my uh, website as well. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.